0: Boy, in a long time. It's been a
1: while. It's been a while.
0: No. Um Welcome, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Okay, Paul, Great you little positive beam of light. I'm so trying. What are you trying to do?
1: I am always hurting people's feelings. I think, and it's so hard for me.
0: <laughs> Why do you I'm tr- say that? Because
1: I like, I always just, I don't know, like every interaction I have, and there's not a lot, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I just feel like wow. I hope I didn't hurt anyone's feelings by saying that. And I just feel like I have I'm I just need to remember that I'm so big. And my personality is big too. That people like sometimes they care. And then you say things, and it's just like I'm like, don't care about that. That's, don't care about what I think. Don't I'm stupid. Don't listen to me. But people do, and then I want them to be sad. Like, for instance, last week I felt bad in this very podcast. I was like. Oh, I'm buying a hybrid vehicle. Because who would ever buy a a non-hybrid vehicle in the year 2021? Well, guess what? Everybody. Hybrid vehicles, electric vehicles, they're still a tiny portion. And I just felt bad. You're sitting across me. You just bought a car. Yours is old. It's kind of a different story. It's more of a collector deal now. Mm. But I still felt bad. I was like, why did I say that? And then people listening will be like, oh, I drive a gas-powered vehicle. That's what I can afford. That's my life. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Not everyone can frigging put their... Whole life on hold just to buy a hybrid, like you idiot. Oh. And then, and so I felt bad after that. And then, guess what? I said the same thing to all my friends on a Zoom call, like the very next night. And then I was like, I did it again, and this time just to my friends. Right. Said, who would buy a gas-powered vehicle? They all drive gas-powered vehicles. I don't want to make them feel bad about that. Right. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: I I get that, and that I mean is not like. I don't think that would, you know, really hurt too many people. But it's nice that you're thinking about those things, right? (sighs) Especially now when there's so little human interaction and, you know, you don't want your impact on someone to, to be negative because everyone's already going through it. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that a lot too lately. And the yeah. way I, I act at work, because I've noticed that, you know, people are, are really feeling it and they're taking it out in different ways and mm-hmm. whatever ways they need to cope. And sometimes that turns into, you know, people acting out at the people who care about them the most yeah, and the people who want them, you know, or who, who only want good things for them. Um, so I'm trying to, make sure that when I'm around people who I don't interact with that often to make it a positive time. Yeah. Um, but then I, then I feel all built up. Really? I'm like, oh, this isn't exactly how I'm feeling. (laughs) So then I release it in negative ways. It's all, it's all a big balance and it's all, you know, a work in progress for people. But even just the fact that you're thinking about that, I think is good.
1: I hope so. Yeah. I think, you know, for you, I think people just think you're a little ray of sunshine.
0: I don't know about that.
1: I'll, I know that you're not.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, you you oh, get it's... my sass and you get my anger, and I'm sorry about that. No, but... it's
1: its a delight to be a part of, to get really the whole, because then I just appreciate the sunshine when it's there. I appreciate yeah. it even more. It's wonderful. Right. But, you know, to have a real vision of who you are as a person who like, is, sometimes has claws. Kitty's got claws. I do.
0: Like, today <laughs> I walked by your chair and I said, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that <laughs> and then I laughed and I was like that was mean I just made him feel bad for having a chair in my way
1: you didn't. I didn't. I was just like, oh, oh was that about me? Was that what oh, it was about me? I thought I was like, okay, well, you can't hurt a chair's feelings. So I was like moving on with my life. I didn't really care that it was that I had put it there uh, in your yeah. way. And it's not an unreasonable place to put a chair. It's like it's just in the room.
0: It's in the room. But then I realized you have a small amount of space over there. So that's why it was in my way. It wasn't to be in my way on purpose every day. Right. It's It's just the way it is in the room. So, I'm sorry. Um, This is an apology podcast where we will just say (laughs) that we're sorry for things to each other. I'm Um, sorry I was a bad friend.
1: No, you're good. It's good to see that. I think, yeah. And you know what's hard, I think, is that... Maybe this is for me. Maybe this is relatable. But I think that, like, for a lot of us... You know, we we grow up and we're just kind of like... The world can be kind of like a rough place since you kind of like build this shell of like sarcasm or negativity mm. or, you know, it's like you got to be uh, tough or, or, or like uh, sharp and you know what I mean all the time. And it's just like... You don't need to be. You can be generally a little bit softer. You can act with, like, kindness almost all the time. That could be a defining characteristic of you. And I think you'll actually get through life in a better way like that. I think too many people are just like, I got to show that I'm tough. I got to show that I'm cool. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, but when you do that, actually, I think you give people a negative feeling about you. And guess what? People don't wanna be around people who give them a negative feeling and your and doors will open, your life will be dreamier and easier yeah. if people think of you like, wow, that guy's really nice. I don't think that guy would ever punch me. You know? That's what you want people to think about you. I'm also thinking about it in terms of and I think that's like a like a social wiring that happens. And I think we need to do better just as people to do a deal with that because it reminds me of like, man, this week in the news, there's like some rough, shitty, toxic masculinity, some like to the extreme going mm-hmm. on in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's not enough to just not, not do that. Mm-hmm. You got to be the opposite of that. You got to actively work against it. Similarly, it's not enough to not, to just not say the... N word uh, But that country guy in Oh trouble. god with that. you know, actively anti-racist Right mm-hmm. We learned that over the summer And there's ways you can do that And it's the same thing With just like positivity And, and, and being a good person in life
0: Yeah I agree with that And uh, you know There is that argument That a lot of people Who do speak their mind Even if it is something That will hurt someone else Knowingly Right That you know I'm just speaking my mind And I'm being truthful And I'm just not being A fake person And I'm being real I think right. the argument there Is like yeah But you are living your life hurting other people and therefore negativity is going to be attracted to you you're going to attract so much negativity and you're going to constantly have this conflict because people are reacting negatively to you being negative to them yes in that moment it feels good (laughs) because you're getting it off your chest but in the end it's just going to last longer and longer and you're going to end up hurting yourself in the end which is hard to see and you see that so much online it's very easy to do it online because there's not many repercussions Yeah. well starting to you know people are starting to speak out a little bit more about it but yeah you're just making it harder for yourself in the long run so if you're just kinder to people empathetic and just overall positive then you're just going to attract the same thing in your life yeah yeah,
1: you absolutely reap what you sow. I yeah. believe that I, I really do. And I got to start. I'm just trying to practice it more because yeah. I do. And I, I wish that I would have learned that lesson like at a really young age, to just be a little beacon of light all the time.
0: Yeah, I had a, a realization when my mom, I was, uh, it was a couple of years ago, and I was like single for the first time. Mm. And um, I was like, just not being the nicest about um the way i was acting Mm -hmm. and i remember talking to my mom because she was like who are you dating what's going on and i was like "Ah, this guy he's just like i just don't want to be with him and he's with me all the time and she was like jen i have to stop you here remember to be kind Mm. and i was just like oh my god that was very true why wasn't i being kind in that moment that person is just looking for love and I wasn't that person for them, but why would I ever be mean to that person about it, you know? Yeah. And that just kind of stuck with me, and I was just like, oh, yeah, it's so simple. Just be kind. That's it. That's it. Be kind, yeah. and you won't have as much conflict. You'll be happier as a person, and it's contagious, too.
1: Absolutely, it is. But that's the exact thing, right? It's like breaking up is hard, and you have hurt feelings, and you have sadness around yeah. it. And then that's what I think that, that now we're trained to do is like, oh, well, you know, don't show that emotion. Don't feel it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Show that you're tough. Be tough.
0: Yeah, you know that be, was it. Yeah,
1: and it's just like you no, know, no, just like just feel a little bit of sadness and then be kind to the person that you loved or used to love or whatever, and then just moving on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good that we're thinking about those things, you know. Yeah. And and you make mistakes, but as long as you like come back and you know make good of those mistakes and you learn something, then that mistake is fine. You know, that's a learning experience, not a mistake. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this week on the podcast, it's uh, a lot of stuff that you might like. So (laughs) keep listening. Just
1: enjoy it. Yeah.
0: Just like love it and live it and Mm. laugh it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bye couple of really cool stories going around. not cool, but just like it it just forces you to think about what would you do in this situation. Um, The big one, and Art had it in his uh, news today as well, is that there was a hospital down in Seattle that the freezer broke. Mm -hmm. And so all these COVID vaccines were going to expire by like 5.30 this morning. So they put the word out on social media. I guess enough people were awake in the middle of the night and there was a lineup, this crazy picture of a lineup around the hospital. People were like, hell yeah, I'll get the vaccine right now
0: well that's one of the things right is that you have to keep it frozen and it has like a a short shelf life Mm -hmm. so you don't want them to go to waste because we know that they're precious there's not a lot of supply right now yes now a similar thing happened in oregon where they had a vaccine tent set up like a full event set up at a high school but there was this huge snowstorm so they had to shut it down early and realize that they had six vaccines left mm-hmm. and they're like okay we've got a few more hours left with these vaccines but we have to give them to someone we can't let them go to waste so all the officials went to the road where uh, people were stuck in the snow yeah. and just went car to car asking if they wanted a vaccine Yeah, and some people were so excited they like jumped <laughs> out of their car and was like stick it in my arm Yes, I would have been a little hesitant like if someone came up to me and was like hey I have this needle can I I, you don't know me. I'm just jumping out of this van here. Yeah. Do you want it or not?
1: You're stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah. Imagine this happening in our own town. Imagine there's like something crazy on the Malahat. You're stuck in traffic. Yeah. Someone in a lab coat, maybe, <laughs> knocks on your window. Number one, that's weird whenever that happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're like, oh, shoot, where's my mask? Okay, roll down the window a little bit. Yes, can I help you? Hi, would you like a needle? Yeah. <laughs> would you like a vaccine, a COVID vaccine? Would you say yes? I would ask so many questions first. I would
0: be like, okay, who the heck are you to be asking me this? Yes. Where did you get this? Why are you giving it to me on the side of the street? What is happening? And then absolutely I would be jumping out of my car and getting one.
1: I think (laughs) if I saw like even some halfway decent looking credentials. Yeah. You know, some ID and all that. I think I would do absolutely. Uh, (laughs) Most of the people they approached on the side of the road said no. Mm -hmm. That's reasonable. I get it. But some of us like to live a little dangerously, and we'll take (laughs) vaccines from strangers. Do you have uh, Spotify
0: for your listening needs? I sure do. I have been finding that I'm not listening to music as much, because whatever happened, I got my algorithm all weird. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was... um part of my job is to listen to a bunch of, you know, local music, which is awesome, but it's all from different genres, so I'm not getting, like, my usual listening kind of rhythm, so it's all over the place, so I don't know how to, like, you know, get it back to what I was listening before. That's not work.
1: Yeah, my, Um, I got an Apple Music subscription, but also I share it with my loved one, and they are into (laughs) the new Taylor Swift albums. Which are lovely albums, (laughs) but my God, every time I open it now, it's like, what's up, Swifty? No, okay. That changes everything. Spotify, though, listen to this wild thing they're doing. Spotify wants to have, they secured this patent to monitor their users speech you huh? want to listen to spotify guess what they want to listen right back to you Uh oh <laughs> it's so that they can recommend better music to you so here you go jen you know mm. if you're if you're not getting as good uh, algorithmic recommendations anymore they want to know by listening to your background noise and speech your emotional state oh my god gender age or accent
0: i feel like i would get a lot of taylor swift Just because of your emotional state My emotional state (laughs) Which I don't really need to listen to Thank you Or like Evanescence And like Linkin Park I don't know if I need that In my life
1: There's a lot going on with this But let's just (laughs) Yeah. Yeah let's Let's focus in on that exact thing Okay Okay you can probably guess at my house There's a lot of screaming that goes on I lose my temper sometimes I scream and scream uh, Now if they hear that Well what are they going to do? Are they going to match the intensity Like you say with some like Some cannibal screamer? corpse? Yeah <laughs> Or are they going to be like Oh he needs Swifty He needs to chill <laughs> out And and just suggest more Taylor Swift
0: Oh no It's like you know when you start seeing ads pop up And you're like they clearly were listening to the conversation yes. That I just had with my friend who is pregnant and think I am pregnant now right, right, and right. need baby stuff, you know, that sort of stuff, which is, you know, a big invasion of privacy. I know a lot of people are probably not going to be happy about that, but uh, if it means I get a good playlist, I'm. In. <laughs> <laughs> So we have been playing after party, which has been like kind of fun because we like currently have been just getting a lot of like pandemic related music. So it's all like, you know, (laughs) I'm sad and alone and isolated. I have anxiety. I'm not feeling good. And then all of a sudden we hear this after party song that's about, yeah, not wanting to go to the after party and all the shenanigans you guys used to get into when you were playing as a band. And it's kind of like nice and, and like nostalgic in a way.
2: Yeah, and, you know, it's funny because, like, how badly I'd like to just go to a party right now, right. you know? <laughs> so it's kind of ironic in a way, too, that I have this, there's, like, me singing about how I don't want to go to a party or, you know, or whoever not wanting to. It's not necessarily from my perspective, that song. It's sort of, you know, you know it kind of is just a mix of anybody who's been in that kind of position where they don't feel like going somewhere, right? But I kind of feel like going anywhere right now, so it's kind of funny.
1: <laughs> Do you, don't you have that, like, huge regret of saying no to any after-party ever right
2: now yeah pretty much right now yeah yeah totally yeah (laughs) but it's also like
0: this weird anxiety that I couldn't even imagine like being in a group of sweaty people right
2: now (laughs) yeah that's true too and I don't even know if I'd have the energy for it like sometimes I'm thinking man like I've been going to bed earlier and stuff what do I talk about I don't know (laughs) yeah I think I think like once like shows are booked again and stuff I'm gonna have to like get a personal trainer and just like do like a whole like (laughs) couple weeks of just like getting back in shape you know Well,
1: and hopefully the personal trainer is a good conversationalist as mm-hmm. well and can retrain how to make small talk with people yeah. at parties. Right. Exactly. I don't know how to do that anymore. <laughs>
2: No, I know. Same. Like even right now, having uh, this interview, I'm just like totally <laughs> well, nervous.
0: People, well, honestly, same <laughs> with us. We haven't talked to bands in a long time. Like no one's doing like radio tours for yeah. phone conversations. So it's just oh like, right, yeah, yeah. Like we're we're just me and Paul in the studio. That's it. Oh, like. <laughs> rusty. Yeah. yeah,
2: we're all craving attention. Yeah. And we don't know what to do with it when we have it.
1: <laughs> so you've you've made a song called after party this i think forever will make you like an expert on after parties that's just how it works mm-hmm. people are gonna be asking <laughs> you questions like this for the rest of your life so what would you say to now if, if i should i want to go to after parties i do want to make that decision to extend the night and make these bad memories what yeah. what do you do to rally for an after party you don't want to go to in your own mind
2: Not to sound like I have ulterior motives or anything, but like a lot of times it's like if we're on tour and like, you know, there's the band we've played with, they're going to go party somewhere. Hey, you guys want to come? And it's like, in my mind, like the thing that does make me, if I don't really feel like it is just like, it'd be good to, you know, make connections with these people and, you know, just Mm -hmm. so they remember me next time I'm in town or something kind of thing. And even if I really don't feel like going, I'll just like, I'll work up the energy. and Just sort of the, you know, diplomatic (laughs) approach. As a band or whatever, you know what I mean? Because I think it's all about making connections when you're doing that stuff. That's that's
1: a weird thing because it's true. That should motivate you because everyone's at the show, everyone's at the Party party, but those really solid, deep connections, they are built at the after party. (laughs) I don't want to admit it. I want to say that, like, nothing good happens after 2 a.m., whatever. No, 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 no. Those, like, lifelong, deep, entrenched connections, those are made at the after party.
2: Like, that's where you're going to find yourself in the kitchen having some in depth conversation about, you know, the history of the the Mongols or something (laughs) like that at 4 a.m. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of stuff people will remember, you know.
0: <laughs> the Sanage and Victoria Police departments are combining their dog units to create the integrated canine service, which will operate out of Victoria's Esquimalt division.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really cute. A regular Esquimalt K99. 99? <laughs> <Nine-nine? laughs> okay, tell me the story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the wildest prize I think I've ever seen. It's a prize? So a Swedish nurse has won a competition to watch an entire 60-movie program for this film festival from yeah. a lighthouse. It's on an isolated island off the coast of Sweden. So mm-hmm. she gets to spend a week there. By herself They're saying that There's going to be One other person <laughs> Just to like Check on her To make sure she's good Because it's like A very rocky Treacherous island With yeah. just a lighthouse And a few other Buildings on it okay. And she gets to Yeah Just not have Any sort of contact With the outside world They're giving her A camera So she can do Like a daily diary Okay um, And then She gets uh She gets to go To the very top Of the lighthouse And they have Like a little mini Like movie theater So she gets Like a 360 view Of her surroundings And it's like dark And she gets to Watch the movies There for one Mm. week Now this person Is a nurse And she's been working With COVID-19 wards uh, Since the pandemic So she's been Really stressed out And is just like I'm honestly just really excited to be part of a totally different reality for a week. Okay. It must be like a nice break to get away from people completely, but this sounds terrifying.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of back and forth. Like I said, like, this is a prize. It sounds like a nightmare, like a punishment. Like, that's it. You're banished to the movie lighthouse.
0: Yeah, we're just going to, like, keep your eyes open, and you're just going to watch all these movies by yourself.
1: But then the more you describe it to me, if it's cozy, comfy, and... Yeah, you're isolated from everybody, so I don't have to worry about that. If the person coming to check on you, mm-hmm. it that's really I think the 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 it factor here, okay? Cuz that either they're bringing you like snacks and food and oh, taking yeah. care of you or they're like a, you know, and I hate to stereotype lighthouse keepers, but of <laughs> course the old lighthouse keeper is sweet to dreams, and they blow out a candle, and then you don't know if they're either gone or not. Yeah, they p- come in with their cane and poke you to make sure you're still
0: living kind of vibe. Right? Um. Yeah, I mean, sounds terrifying, but also when would you ever have the opportunity to do something like that? As scary Bravo. and as wild as it would be, I think I would do it.
1: Ocean views and plenty of movies? I mean,
0: I mean, my dream is to live in a lighthouse one day.
1: better than we're doing now. (laughs) (laughs) Last week, we were really excited about this story, this stone pillar, this carved stone pillar that was found on Dallas Road, just kind of mm. south of Beacon Hill Park at Cook Street there. Um, so it was like, wow, how cool, what is this? And they took it to an archaeologist, and oh, it looked, seems like it's very old, and uh, that it uh, was probably used in indigenous ceremonies of antiquity, and how wonderful, like, what a neat yeah. thing, what a connection to our past and the peoples who live. On these lands, and what a neat thing!
0: Yeah, we're all just so excited to see it unravel.
1: Well, it's unraveled already. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Um, there is a carver named Ray who said that they carved that thing in 2017 and they are insisting that it's the same carving. I'm seeing photos of the two of them together and. Yeah, it looks like the same one, but they're going to have meetings and still go over it just Mm -hmm. to make sure because they're really holding on hope that it is a real, really cool, like indigenous artifact from back in the day. (laughs)
1: But yeah,
0: um, yeah, it's not looking that great.
1: If you see the two pictures next to each other, and I think that Dylan and Jason maybe even posted that up on his own Facebook this morning. You can go Mm -hmm. and have a look. It's like pretty (laughs) (laughs) the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so when did he carve that back? 2017. 2017 five years ago
0: yeah so it's not as old and amazing as we thought it was but i mean it is still a pretty cool carving and what a cool thing to find on the beach
1: yeah and ray thought it was stolen oh no yeah so this is kind of in that way it's a happy ending It was like oh what a bummer my carving got stolen oh it got found oh (laughs) whoopsie a fun mistake got in the news right uh people were really stoked on it for a bit and now hopefully i get it back it's with a little bit of that sea moss on it Well, happy Groundhog Day. Here in Canada, Wyatt and Willie predicted an early spring.
0: Oh, and the hog ain't done predicting yet. What's that, Willie?
1: He says hedge fund managers are going to take a swift revenge on Redditors and the rest of us, too.
0: Oh, no, that's not good. Huh, he's also saying that Taylor Swift will be releasing a new album every other month for the rest of the pandemic. Oh, gosh.
1: Wow. Yeah, OK, that's a lot. Oh, OK, not done yet. Uh, he says that low-rise jeans are making a major comeback this spring.
0: Oh, that's not good for our corona bots. Oh, and there we have it. He predicts more vaccine delays across the country.
1: All right, that's enough out of you. Back in the ground, hog! Get out of
0: here, hog! Now, Paul, you're kind of getting back into your regular routine. You went for a swim last night because Crystal Pool is now open again.
1: Yeah, it was pretty wild to me. Uh, I know other pools have been open in the region for a long time. Crystal Pool took their time to reopen, Mm -hmm. but uh, can I just say broadly how wonderful it is to be doing your activity again. We've all of us got these physical activities that we do. You do a thing. Yeah. Um, I love to swim. That's Mm -hmm. my thing, right? And It was so good to... It, was, it has been 10 and a half months, almost a full year, the last time I was in the pool swimming laps, and it felt so amazing. My my sleep last night was better. My headspace, even just from doing it one time, mm-hmm. has been so good. You know, my bo- I thought my body was going to hurt and ache and, like, my bones would be breaking while I was trying <laughs> to do front crawl. No, it felt great to do it.
0: And then being easy on yourself, knowing that you've just gone through, you know, the effects of a pandemic and mm. that things are not going to be... As- as easy as they were at the beginning right yeah Um, but yeah i mean we've all been struggling a little bit with our mental health our emotional health and i find that i've been putting my physical health Mm. on the wayside because Mm -hmm. i've just been eating a lot of really (laughs) great foods (laughs) that taste good but are terrible for my body and then of course i rely on classes uh for boxing is like my physical activity so i've been slowly going back to boxing not in classes of course that's not allowed but uh doing it in a safe way and it's been feeling so good like you said the energy Energy yeah. Throughout the day, being able to sleep better, then my mental health feels better as yeah. well. So, I mean, if you can find some way to, you know, sneak some physical activity in on yeah. a daily basis, it really does help.
1: To be more specific about the pool, I did have a few thoughts like going in it. Like, I think this is going to be everything we do. Like as we ease back into things. Mm-hmm. It just felt weird to see any amount of people in one place. Yeah. That was very, very weird. But it's very, very safe at these pools. There's a lot of protocols, a lot of safety measures. You're really spaced out. And when you think about it, there's so much chlorine in that place. Yeah, they just pump out the chemicals. <laughs> it's just like we're just swimming in hand sanitizer at this point. <laughs>
0: Basically. We're just, like, reminiscing about two years ago and uh, that Super Bowl uh, when the Arkells were in town yeah. and they came into Big Ben John's, which is one of, like, the most crammed yes. bars in Victoria and played a little show before the game. And uh, just thinking about something like that just gives me extreme anxiety <laughs> these days. But, like, yeah, it's not going to be the same this year, and that's okay.
1: Can't wait to do something like that again one day.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, John Horgan even during his pre- conference about the ICBC and everything like that, he was saying, uh, I know what my plans for the Super Bowl is going to be. Staying home, watching with my bubble. Nice. With my households. I think that's what everyone's plans are. You can't say, hey, what are your plans? Cause that's what they are.
0: That's what everyone's plans should be.
1: So places are open. Uh, you can go and uh, go watch the Super Bowl at like a neighborhood bar or whatever, the places mm-hmm. that are open. Uh, but there's one thing that is going to be a little bit different because one of the things that's so cute that's in all the regulations is you have to keep the volume of everything pretty low because oh. the more people talk loudly, the more that they are like breathing out and, and like spewing. Yes. The more driplets are in the air, the more possible spread of virus, so part of the rules are that the Super Bowl volume on the TV in all these places has to be pretty low, and or no, off. or or off, yeah, and no yelling, screaming, hooting, and hollering. That's you know pretty usually present during a football game is going to be allowed.
0: And, of course, you have to keep within your little bubble, your household bubble and, and all that as well. So, yeah, you can still go to the bar. They're not advertising an event, any events either. That's not allowed. Yeah. Um, and you can sit quietly by yourself and, and watch the game.
1: Yeah. Okay, sure. So, <laughs> let's just practice a little bit.
0: Oh, can you believe Tom Brady? Oh, my God. He better. did it again. He's so strong the what? way he throws the ball. How can he do that? He got one of them touchdowns. He's
1: old. He shouldn't be playing this anymore.
0: <laughs> Don't even laugh about it. Okay.
1: You love these shoes that they, that Nike came out with uh, yesterday. And I don't know if these are a joke or what. I saw like last night Jimmy Fallon was making a big whoop out of them. And of course, they're like viral online. You know, it's like, look, look at these crazy shoes. You just step into them and they like snap clothes around your foot.
0: Yeah. So they kind of bend, then you put your foot in and then it, yeah, snaps clothes. It reminds me of uh, Back to the Future, like those uh, self lacing shoes. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of shoes without laces because I hate bending over to do up my laces. Ugh, hate bending. I don't have time for it. I'm one of those no. people who will just like bend the edge of the heel over because yeah. I don't want to deal with it. So I've been rock- rocking these like vans for most of my life sure. without any laces. Uh, but if I do have laces, I'm a big shoe horn, horn girl.
1: So you don't have to bend. I know I feel the same way and I don't really want to like commit full time to loafers or like boat shoes. Um, the yeah. bluntstones are okay. You can kind of kick your shoe up and they got the, the little strap on Even them. That. But I know I hate bending too. I hate it because <laughs> my it makes my pants slide down. And then I'm like half mooning everybody. Like, oh, sorry everyone at this fancy dinner party. I'm just putting my shoes on.
0: I sound so lazy and privileged but it's a thing I just don't like bending down so I'm all for these shoes I don't even care what they look like do they look nice I don't like them no, no. but I would wear them just for the pure convenience of these shoes
1: but you make a great point the f- the shoehorn mm-hmm. incredibly underrated thing I remember it's like it's a thing of our grandparents age almost That always yeah. be like a shoehorn first it was like the entry level shoehorn that's about like five inches long Yeah, still some bending involved yeah. in that do you have one of the, like, like how long is your shoehorn? Oh, horn? it's a full-length shoehorn. Oh, yes. I don't
0: have to bend it all. It's from Ikea. It's uh, wood. Oh, it's beautiful. And it just hangs right by my door. Oh, every house should have one.
1: God bless the shoehorn. Hey, Paul, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just going over my finances. You know, I usually throw a massive Super Bowl party. Oh, yeah, that big soiree? Well, of course, it's not happening this year. Aw. So I'm just rejigging the budget, and, uh, wow, I'm saving so much money on chicken wings that I can finally afford to have my teeth fixed.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm saving so much money on nachos, I might even have enough for one therapy session.
1: Oh, to deal with your sadness.
0: I've been sad... Yeah, I've been sad.
1: Yeah, interesting. I'm saving so much money on queso dip, I'm going to put a whole new roof put on my house.
0: Oh, yeah, you've been living roofless. You know what? I'm going to be saving so much money on beer, I think I'm just going to go ahead to Costco and start my TP hoarding. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, wow, and with all the money that I'm going to save on my famous Grandma Plastino's Rootin' Tootin' Chili, I'm going to spend it all on Tom Brady to lose. That's dumb. There's a story today that uh, Victoria is putting in its first, like, super fast charging uh, car charger. Mm. Uh, It's going to be kind of a cool location right at the like the foot of the, or the Victoria side of the Johnson Street Bridge. Okay. And they're saying that uh, with these fast chargers, if you get yourself an electric car, this is, I mean, I'm purchasing a car now, Jen, as you know, and one of the things Mm. that has kind of slowed me down on a full electric is you know, to charge it, even on a fast charger, like, takes a while. Like, you, yeah, like, pretty much charge it overnight. You
0: got to change your whole routine, right? Yeah. You have to, like, and then if you don't have one that's set up at your house, you have to go find parking lots that have them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure, like, whereabouts. I'm sure you'll figure it out, but it is a change of routine for sure.
1: So I think the hope here is that you charge it for... I think this had half an hour, and you get a hundred more kilometers of driving, which is like not nothing. That's it's pretty good. Yeah, that's great. So that's, yeah, it's just really cool to see that infrastructure going in.
0: Absolutely, and I feel like they're really making that a priority because of, uh, of course, uh, BC Zero Emissions Act mm-hmm. uh, that was passed in 2019 requires that by 2040 all vehicle sales, like new vehicle sales must be zero emission vehicles, which is a great goal to have. But we have to make sure we have that infrastructure for that goal to be a possibility.
1: I was reading this morning about down in the States there's also a big push with the new administration to get to that level as well. Mm -hmm. And they were just describing the utopia of like a fully electric powered society. And they were like, yes, you turn on the electronics in your house, but where does the power come from? Follow the wires (gasps) and you'll see the power plant is like a big giant battery and it's like, can you imagine? And like how wonderful that was. And like, yes, and you have an electric car, but it's made, it's not, it doesn't have to be a Tesla. It could be something made by like a, a another manufacturer, some kind mm-hmm. of yeah, you know, it's like domestic, Ford, GM, whoever. Ah, I was like, wow.
0: This is exciting, I think.
1: We're on our way for sure. And oh, this is the last thing. This is what they said. This is what really made me tickled. You charge your car. And it takes just the same amount of time it takes for you to gas up your vehicle
0: now. Oh, there we go. Get
1: there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Super Bowl Sunday coming up, which means it's also the Puppy Bowl, which they do every year. They get a bunch of puppies together. They do like some, What are, are they doing games or are they just kind of like watching them be puppies? Yeah,
1: have you ever watched it? It's just like they have a, a puppy-sized football I was gonna say rank field, <laughs> and then they just let the puppies roughhouse on it for three hours, and they
0: commentate on it too. I would hope, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. that's great. Well, today they announced that uh, the hosts are going to be Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, iconic. Yeah, I love that duo together. It's such an odd pairing, but they work so well
1: together. Um, I like the idea of the puppy bowl, obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just I, can't, I find that's not watchable. I feel the same way about puppy footage as I do about food. Is it like oh? I love that so much. It looks great for just a little bit, but then I start to get frustrated that I, in the term, and with food, can't eat it. Yeah. With puppies, can't cuddle it.
0: Yeah, like when I watch food-related content, like TV shows, I end up eating way more sta- snacks than usual. Because right. I'm just like, oh, God, that all looks so good. I guess I'll just eat these kale chips forever.
1: And with puppies, this is like, well, I got to go find a puppy to pet now.
0: Yeah. Come here, cats. You'll do, <laughs> you
1: know? Um, the one good thing about the Puppy Bowl, and the best thing about it is, of course, that all the puppies featured are adoptable Mm -hmm. and the Puppy Bowl for its long history has a 100% adoption rate. Every Uh, single Puppy Bowl star has gone on to be adopted. That's the way to do it. This feels like a relatively relatable situation to be caught in Mm -hmm. these days. But, you know, counselor Ben Isaac from Victoria City Council. Yeah. uh, He was in hot water because he was supposed to be attending this like meeting like a zoom meeting Mm -hmm. okay and he was not on video he was only on audio but he was also like out and about walking around now to be fair to him he was down at I think it was like Beacon Hill Park he was inspecting the installation of some new services going in there for Mm. you know so like he was on kind of work he was, like, do- double-tasking, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was multi-tasking, on multi yeah. As well as checking out something they had to for work. But people were like, that's not cool.
0: Yeah, you're only, like, passively observing this meeting, and people were upset by it.
1: Do you know what would drive me nuts is if he did have the meeting in his ear on his like buds or whatever and mm-hmm. he was like walking and huffing and puffing and uh, there was wind noise in the microphone the
0: heavy breathing I would
1: hate
0: like, like, yeah that's a good idea you guys
1: yeah and then the no. wind oh. so bad I
0: mean we are in the point of time where everyone is a multitasker we're constantly doing more things and we have the technology that allows us to do that yeah. so I understand how that can be distracting in a meeting and you want someone's full attention in a meeting but I also understand like people are busy these days you know mm. Um, now we were having a music meeting the other day and yeah. you just uh, told me something.
1: Oh, over Zoom. Yeah. Right. That I was nervous because I hopped up off uh, at my kitchen table to go get more coffee during the meeting and I wasn't wearing pants. Well, cause why would I? Why would I wear pants for a Zoom meeting? Nobody does. That's a cliche at this point.
0: Well, because, like, you're technically at work when you're in a meeting. That's probably why you would wear pants. But, uh, yeah, I had no idea. So, I mean, you got away with it until now that we're talking about it on the radio. But I'm wondering, like, how far have you pushed it during a a Zoom meeting?
1: Well, I always want to be very appropriate because as you rightly pointed out, you should wear pants for work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm at home and you're only going to see me from, you know, the chest up. Right. I was, I wore a nice top and everything. I looked nice. It looked great. As far as anyone briefs. knew. But yeah, I was also in my ginch. Is that a problem? I, I don't know. If it's not on camera? This is the way of life 2020, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And now do you want to... S- say about your thing? No, you start. Okay. Because um this is a great story actually. There's uh this artist who I guess is pregnant with a little baby and so they did some things with who knows, you know, between different technologies and in, I was going to say Instagrams, but no, uh what's sonograms and synthesizers and everything. They were able to make music out of the baby's movements in the tummy. In utero is what it's technically called. Okay. They turn the baby's in utero movements into sound. So this unborn baby, which they have a name and everything, it now has a songwriting credit. It has released a song.
0: Okay. What kind of sound does that make?
1: Well, this is not going to be great to hear for anyone who's kind of, you know, already has a weirdness about a baby in a tummy, but it's terrifying.
0: Yeah, no No, I don't like that And it comes with a video as well That they've posted Uh...
1: Biosonic MIDI technology Translating in utero movements into sound
0: Okay, yeah yeah, You know what's interesting is that Lately I've been having nightmares about uh, getting pregnant Because I (laughs) don't see that in my life right now Sure and uh, the thought just um actually terrifies me and gives me extreme like anxiety. I've been waking up having nightmares.
1: Hang on, sorry, did the, the fetus just drop a sick beat? <laughs> it the face is dropped. Sorry to sorry about your nightmares. You, wow that is fire. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on for you? I'm crying and laughing and terrified
0: at the same time. Yeah, no, I've been having nightmares about having a baby inside of me. And now this nightmare fuel exists, which um, I'm very sad about.
1: So what I'm hearing is (laughs) return the copy on vinyl that I bought for for your birthday. Yes,
2: please. I understand.
1: Oh, some people in British Columbia are not too happy with Skip the Dishes at the moment. I saw some spicy tweets last night. It was like, what, did they forget your extra order of fries or what? Yeah,
0: we got one, at least one text message today saying, you know what I just did? Deleted my app. Uh, oh, no.
1: Oh, not boy. So good. No guac in the bag. <laughs> uh, Skip the Dishes, as Art reported in the news today, mm-hmm. is charging customers here in British Columbia a new fee, the BC fee. Oh, I
0: the sound of that. I think we're kind of used to that, though, you know? BC fee. <laughs> yeah. Just paying a little bit extra for <laughs> everything. <laughs> uh,
1: the province was trying to cap their commission so that, you know, restaurants who are struggling out like hell right yeah. now could actually make some money sending their food out with the delivery service.
0: Yeah, because they're getting more money because there's just more volume, right, mm-hmm. using the delivery services.
1: And, uh, and Skip the Dishes was charging them quite a bit of a commission, so BC capped that, so now here in BC, Skip the Dishes got a one dollar 99 cent order fee to every order that goes out and people are just about one dollar about that yeah
0: one dollar i mean it does add to uh the cost of everything i mean if you ever want to you know say get some uh local fast food that would usually cost you ten dollars you're gonna be paying like 20 to get it delivered to your house, you know, around now with the wow. tip, right? You got to yeah, tip the driver, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got the fees and everything. You end up paying so much more.
1: Do you know who I feel bad for? It's like, it's one thing I, I understand. People don't really like this. I feel bad for people who can't drive or don't drive mm-hmm. because I just, I don't use these deliveries. I just, I like to drive. So I just jump in the car and go get my fast food. Yeah. But people who can't or don't, that's too bad for them. Mm-hmm. I also feel bad for these delivery drivers because people are going to be upset about this. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they're going to delete the app or use it less or see the buck and be like, "Ah, oh, forget it.
0: That's right. The
1: delivery drivers are, you know, trying to make some extra money or they're living off of this. And
0: hopefully that doesn't mean that a dollar is coming off of their tip because people are paying a dollar somewhere uh, else. I would hate to see that because, yeah, people are needing that side hustle. And sometimes it's the primary source of income for a lot of people because it's an accessible job that a lot of people can't get jobs right now.
1: So, <sighs> yikes. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know the solution. But as I always say, there's got to be a better way. Mm-hmm. Interesting story. Yeah. It feels like I've I've heard this type of thing before. I don't think it's super uncommon um, about this little boy mm-hmm. who will only eat one thing. In this case, it's like a type of waffles. Yeah. And now they're being discontinued.
0: Yeah, so uh, this 10-year-old boy named Jericho, he has autism and he has extreme oral aversion Mm. and and complex eating challenges. So Mm -hmm. the family has just been through it trying to get him to eat or even drink. It's just been a complete struggle. They've tried everything. And then they found this one product, and it was uh, Nature Path's maple cinnamon waffles specifically. No other flavor. And he said, yum. Yum. And that was the only thing they have ever been able to get him to eat. Imagine yeah. that. The only thing.
1: It's, oh God, it would be such a challenge. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, I think we've heard, this This is not totally uncommon. I remember a similar story with like, I don't know, like chicken tendies or something mm. like that with yeah. another um, a child. But anyways, go on.
0: Uh, so they found out that Nature Path, they have completely discontinued this specific flavor of waffle. And they've been in contact with them. Luckily, the company was able to like bring up some shipments for them. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, but then they also have to store these frozen waffles. So Mm. you can imagine how much storage would cost for something like this. And this is a single mom with three kids. Two of them have autism. Oh, boy. And uh, of course, it's not something that you, you think about that you'd have to pay upfront for food for possibly years.
1: Yeah, like as many waffles as you can possibly buy that are still in stock.
0: Yeah, so they're calling all these different warehouses trying to get the last stock of these waffles and they do need a little bit of extra money, so they've set up a GoFundMe if you're interested in helping this family. Okay. Um, it's called The Waffle Hunt for Jericho. And there's a picture of him just smiling
1: with his box of waffles. My heart! Oh, uh, I, like, a donation is one thing, but can we petition yeah. this waffle company to, like, keep making the waffles? Or give them the
0: recipe or something, the you know? The recipe. Yeah, so if you want to help that family out, again, there's a GoFundMe called The Waffle Hunt for Jericho.
1: Kid, I'm excited to hear you've been crushing through james bond movies
0: yeah it's kind of it's been fine yeah because they're all on on grave right (laughs) i'm honestly not a big fan of james (laughs) bond movies i just i'm like oh it's the same there's lots of explosions and they're doing jumps i'm like this this must take a lot of skill to do these movies and they have wild budgets and i think they are a spectacle for sure but yeah not my favorite like movies to watch but
1: some, it can be pretty cringe.
0: But at this point, I'd watch anything, you know?
1: I know. So are you watching, like, the old ones?
0: Um, no. We, I think, uh, like, the last ones I was watching, I don't know what any of them are called. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the newer ones. <laughs> you
1: gotta watch the old ones. They're hilarious. Okay. so funny. Uh, so there's James Bond news uh, going around right now. This company is selling this whiskey. Mm. It's $75,000 for this bottle of whiskey, and it comes with a piston from an Aston Martin. It's like this, right, the James Bond car. Weird, weird tie-in to me because... James Bond drinks vodka, not whiskey.
0: Oh, weird! Right? Okay. I'm yeah, out. I guess that's an interesting thing. I feel like you could put any price on that, really. I know. Like it's the same stuff.
1: Uh, the other, but the other crazy thing. So this is that's an interesting story. But the more interesting thing I think is uh, so the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, has been pushed back. It was actually filmed in 2018. Oh. It was supposed to be released in 2019, and then it got pushed back for other reasons, and then of course pandemic. And now, fingers crossed, it'll be out late. This year. So one of the major things that's, that's happening, the speed bumps is that James Bond movies get like half their budget from product placements. Right. And now the products in the movie, because it was filmed so long ago are out of date. So like, you know how you'd see James Bond using a cell phone It's an old phone now. like
0: a BlackBerry flip
1: phone
0: (laughs) or whatever. No one's using those anymore. And so
1: that (laughs) negates the contract, so they're having to do, like, all these crazy reshoots with him holding a newer phone.
0: Oh, I thought they would be able to, like, you know, edit some different products in, like, oh, it's a new coca-cola can that we got to put in there that he's drinking out of
1: cgi the new products in i know he's eating pizza hut or whatever yeah
0: yeah it's wild once you start noticing the product placement in a movie too it's really hard to ignore yes
1: (laughs) yeah sure is so have you question begs then have you ever been susceptible to product placement from a movie have you ever seen something in a movie and been like i want that my on-screen hero is doing it i want that
0: um subconsciously Probably, but not consciously, I don't think. Maybe food-related items like French fries. I'm like, okay, I got to go get some French fries now or some ice cream. But I think that's it, yeah, that I can think of. How
1: about you? When Samuel L. Jackson bites into the Big Kahuna Burger in Pulp Fiction, that's it. I can't not have a burger. Um, I actually bought one of my first vehicles, (laughs) my big white convertible. It wasn't the same car or anything, but it was a big white convertible, and I bought that because of the convertibles in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I loved those cars.
0: That Sebring?
1: That's what I drove. Okay. In fear and loathing, obviously Hunter S. Thompson is driving a 73 Chevrolet Caprice, but those are a little tougher (laughs) to find, but same.
0: Okay. Now, David texted in and said that they bought the Mirth Mobile from uh, Wayne's World. (laughs) That ties in beautifully. (laughs) Obviously, it wasn't the original, but it happened upon this one. The cool story about the car is that it was originally owned by a little old lady in North Vancouver. It was Wayne's work blue originally. When the movie came out, she had to paint it black because she was receiving so much attention. It was also in Hot Tub Time Machine, too. Wow. Yeah, that's the perfect person to buy a car from. You know, yeah. probably just wanted to get rid of it at yes, this point. Yes, yes. I don't need this attention. Stop bothering me. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. And uh, apparently David plans to get it all restored to the original color as well. David I likes love the that. attention. That's great. He loves it. Yeah, and that's such a
1: cool car. So that's so good. Okay, this is a great story from Steve, too. He says he bought a Hamilton Ventura watch after seeing it in Men in Black. Whoa. That's pretty sweet. And then he sent a picture of him wearing the watch. And I wrote back, I was like... Does that mean you're still wearing the men in black watch, like, to this day, right now? Just, yep. And he's like, yep. Oh, I love that. It's a pretty good looking watch, dude. It's a cool looking watch. Yeah.